What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's a new year, and I have a new podcast here at The Ringer, Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi. Austin and I go way back and talk so much hoop already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on all of these conversations. Every week, Pasha and I will hit on the biggest stories happening in the league and get Austin's perspective of someone currently hooping in the NBA. Tap into Off Guard every Friday on The Ringer NBA Show feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new champion! But I'm better than you, and you know it! D-M-D. Acknowledge me! hurt and I'm old and I'm tired and I work with children. Well, ding dong, hello. Embrace the vision and we want the smoke. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide? A proud member of the faction known as the Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz, and I'm a producer here at The Ringer. And with me, as always, are my tag team partners, senior editor at TheRinger.com, Mr. Cal Davenport, and of course, the super producer here at The Ringer, Brian H. Waters. My guys, right off the top, are you Team Draymond or Team Sabonis? Did you like the stomp or did you like the ankle lock? Let me, let me hear your takes. I'm, I'm a good stop, man. I'm a Brian Danielson <laughs> fan. I, I love a good stop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Danielson would have been proud. Stone yes. Cold would have been really proud. Uh, walked a mud hole <laughs> and then stomped it dry. Uh, little Seth Rollins might have been, been proud. Indeed, Brian, what about no. you? I, I know I'm you're a big Draymond, Draymond guy. Okay. Yeah, Draymond's my, what, my second favorite player in the league. There you but go. if you look at the stomp, it was a work stomp. And that's what nobody's paying attention to. He didn't put all oh. of it into that. Was a nice WWE approved stomp. See, that's the thing is, you say no one's paying attention to it. I think all wrestling fans were paying attention to that, it. You know? That works. If, if you're a wrestling fan, you saw right through that shit. You know what I mean? Sabonis <laughs> just selling the hell out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't. Maybe you can Contusion. hear my wo- contu- oh, so he's got a bruise. Oh no. <laughs> Contusions a lot. That's one of those words. Like, oh, oh, hey, hey. Disrespect know. all contusions. It's a <laughs> world. It's a bruise. It's a my guy's got a bruise on his nah, chest. Man. Hey, if, medic, if, if the doctor said it's contusion, the man got a contusion. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We're not going to talk about Sabonis's ankle lock, though. He, just, he had him. He had full ankle grip around him. But, but come you know on. I mean, it wasn't worked right. You know, because he he almost hurt Draymond for real. But that doesn't even make sense. Like you, you, there's no way in in a real situation you're that mad. You're gonna pull out an ankle like I like. What what are we talking about right now? <laughs> what oh, are we he, talking about? He well, he was falling. He tried to stop the break because they are. If you watch it, Steph has the rebound and they're taking the words are taking off. Right. He's already pulling down Clay. Like he's he's not gonna get the rebound. He's pulling down Clay and he sees a leg. I don't think he realizes it's Draymond. Obviously, this man. <laughs> He was protecting himself. Who protects himself <laughs> like this? That's crazy. I mean? like, right. What, what a! I like Sabonis. I I do, but he had my guy in a full Ken Shamrock ankle lock, and, <laughs> and everyone was just like, "Yeah, it's Draymond." Yeah, no, that's mean? wild. That's wild. Anyway, my Warriors bias is 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 peeking through. So, hey, look, you can have Warriors bias. I'm looking at it from uh, you know a Lakers fan who could see either one of these teams down the road. And I still say Draymond was right. 
Oh, yes. Brian like H. That. Waters. I like that. Brian I like H. That. Waters. Uh, guys, did, did we find any Prime, by the way? I know we were talking about it last week. Hey, uh, <laughs> so so finally, I finally found oh, the Prime. Oh, there it is. But, but let, me, let me tell you. All right. I'm sorry. I don't know how much time we got in this. Uh, Mr. Simmons, I'm sorry. Anybody at the pod overload. <laughs> Shouts out to the Ringer Podcast Network. Shout out to Spotify. The, the, the search... Over the last week, there's a spot. Mind you, I could throw a rock and hit, and, and I probably did hit like seven or eight different establishments that sell some type of beverage, whether it's you know soda, juice, water, whatever. Yeah. I Powerade, Gaty, Gatorade, Body Armor, uh, the Smart Water, G. Like I didn't know there were this many types of 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 of, of Enhanced sports drinks, drink, I don't, sports yeah. drinks, whatever, the, whatever the lane is, not a prime to be found. One day before the recording of this podcast, super producer Ben says, "Oh, you know what? On the on the prime, you can go to the prime site and they'll tell you where." Because I I took a walk, man. I, I got my steps in over these last week trying to find <laughs> this prime. They said if it's not a Walmart or a GNC in your area, Cal, you cannot find a prime. This morning, I got my ass up, took a walk to my Walmart, nothing. I said, and I, I text these two. I said, look, I can't find it here. I'm going to hit two more <laughs> stores, and then it's a, a wrap. Something told me to go. There, there's this one gas station spot that's right near this area. And I went there. Sure enough, oh, they had a whole row of prime in multiple flavors. And because I, I, I talked to the people, I'm like, I saw you guys had Prime. You didn't have Prime. They're like, yeah, the kids they just buy them. And the one spot Yo. I saw, the one, the one spot I saw, the Prime was three fifty. Went today, price of the Prime is three ninety something. I said, oh. you know, you, I said, you, you know, you're the only spot that has Prime around here, right? He's like, yeah, I know. I'm not lazy. I get on the phone and I call. I guess it's at least in my area. It must be such wow. a hot ticket item that if you're not getting your calls in to place your orders, you're not getting your prime. Logan Paul, I don't know what's in it. I guess myself. Uh, ben, you weren't able to find one. No. And that's why, because I was the one who sent you that, that link. <laughs> the oh, link. this is where we can find it. And I went to all those places around me and they're like, now we're out. I'm it like, wasn't at the GNC. Wasn't at the GNC. I'll go back, but I didn't want to hold up the taste test because I know you guys got it. I had to get that off my chest because, I, like I said, I, <laughs> I don't know if it's if it, we're gonna myself and Brian H. Waters. We're gonna what flavor do you have, Brian? So I misspoke last week. I thought it was strawberry um, lemonade. It's actually strawberry watermelon. Oh, okay. I, oh, okay. I grabbed it off the shelf. I didn't see that. Um, as you can see, like I said, for the well, it's um paid, so it's from one of the oh. local stores that I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Too many people over there are watching Logan Paul on YouTube. They're more Kevin Hart fans. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I think that's the reason why I was able to get it so easily. Okay. Where I was able to get it, it's it, it, there's traffic with kids. So I know mm. I like that that guy made sure. Cause again, four dollars for one of these. And they had they they didn't have that one. I didn't see a strawberry watermelon. That's- that's that's not cheap, man, for a, for a sports drink, and it's it's not a big bottle. It's it's an average size bottle, so that's, it that's feels, why. Not, did, it did, feels it smaller than a did it hurt you more knowing that it's Logan Paul's product? I know you're not a <laughs> yes, no, no. That was the thing. I was talking to my wife. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, we do that. We this is like the second time we're going to do on the show. We're taste testing things. I'm like, but I. The fact that I got to go and I'm like hoofing it for Logan Paul stuff. What like what, this better? This better be good. This also may be the last time that I ever <laughs> taste test anything that uh. Well, I don't even know if his name is on the bottle. Let's do it, guys. Crack that thing open and let's oh, give it a taste. Yeah, and let's yeah. let the people know <sighs> what they're missing and what yeah, KSI sacrificed his body for at WrestleMania. How about that? How about mm, that? Yeah, you're right. He did, didn't he? Yeah. That does smell lemon limey. Cheers. There it is. Wow. It's like strawberry lemonade water. <laughs> no, this the thing is, is I don't know what the nutritional value in this. This this tastes a lot better than like like Gatorade a lot of for a lot of time it can be a little more watered down. This doesn't taste yeah. watered down at all. Like you're getting the it's a lot of flavor in here. Okay. 
Okay, so uh, real quick, real quick reviews. Thumbs up, thumbs up for Prime. Logan Paul did something with this. Uh, it's, it's, it's a reluctant. <laughs> it's a reluctant thumbs up. Like I'm okay. I'm not walk. I'm I'm not going where I needed to go to get one of these again for myself. Sure. Um, but I I think um I understand the hype. Okay, I'll give it a thumbs up. Uh, the fact is, it's not too many carbs. Only two grams of added sugar, and because oh. currently. I'm not trying to partake in a lot of sugar for the rest of the month. Yeah. It, it, it fits in. So I, I, I got to give it props. It says 10% coconut. Yes, yeah, so I was going to say. It, it oh, did say got it. But, but also it, it does note, you know, that it is tree nuts. So if you have a nut allergy, you might not want to rock oh, with yeah. the prime. Oh, oh, geez. But it's gluten-free. It gluten-free is free and caffeine-free. At least this one is. Is yours? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Gluten-free. <laughs> this is... What are... So... <laughs> Basically, away. the biggest takeaway is both of you will be dressing up as a prime bottle for Halloween. Nope. Well, <laughs> like KSI. Let me let me let me know what the check was for that, and oh, okay, and, and and what what had to be involved. Yeah. But oh, gosh. I'll, I'll put in the uh, I'll put in the request. We'll get you guys. We'll get you guys a nice fat check for that. <laughs> See, this Matt, is why Ben is you know the greatest super manager. producer. I'm trying to tell you. Exactly. I'm just trying to get you guys paid. You know what I mean? That is that's that's my I only goal it. in this podcast and in life. Enough with the prime taste test. <laughs> Thank Go you. Go taste it if you want, but we got the two thumbs up from Brian and Cal. Let's kick things off the right way with some high spot headlines. And you all know the deal. We're going to read some of the biggest headlines after scouring the internet in the professional wrestling world. And we've all got takes. So whoever wants to tag in and let theirs fly. Let it fly. First up, Bianca Belair declares her current goal is to beat Charlotte Flair. She did this on a hilarious episode of Coldest Balls with Kevin Hart. But Brian H. Waters, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair. I, I know we don't know when Charlotte's coming back, but where where is this on your list of I would like to see this? This is a must-see matchup for me, and here's why. Around the time Bianca was making her rise in NXT, I was ready to declare that Charlotte Flair would overtake Trish Stratus, in my opinion, as the greatest women's wrestler ever. Mm. Then Bianca showed up and said, "Uh uh-uh, hold up. And I watched those two in the ring together just for that moment, along with Rhea Ripley. Yeah. And when you saw this, I said, that's the person to challenge her. I need this match. I would need. love to see it. Okay. Yes. Said need. I would love to see it at WrestleMania, mm. but uh, absolutely. And yeah, Bianca goes over and I think it'll be great. But yes, I am all in on this one. Cal, you hear Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair. <laughs> what, what comes to mind? I, I understand it. I, 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 it's the, 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 the patches that she needs to add to her jacket. You know, if she's right. trying to take out what the Trish call them, the four horse ladies, uh, <laughs> then you know, that, and, and, you know, it, it makes sense. I mean, Rhea just beat Charlotte. The draft is happening very, very soon. Uh, Charlotte could be, she doesn't have a title. She could be making her way to Raw. Um, assuming Bianca's still champion. I don't know what, I don't know what that situation is going to be, but it sounds like something that could happen relatively soon. Uh, is it what I, is it, is it a match that I'm looking for? Not necessarily. I feel like there's a couple of other matches out there. I, I, I would, I'm more about that Bianca Rhea Ripley match. I don't care if it's title for title or whatever, but you know, I, I've been waiting to see the two of them get in the ring. So I think there's a, there's a couple of different matchups that, uh, I think I may have on my list, but no doubt it's going to be a banger. Cause again, Charlotte Flair was one half of the women that had arguably, you know, the, the match of WrestleMania 39, you know, bell to bell. Um, yeah. so it's, it, I, I, and w- the way that Bianca has been moving. It's that match is going to be great whenever it happens. I agree with you in that I would rather see Bianca Rhea. I mean, I wanted to see that at Mania this year. Ultimately, Rhea Charlotte <laughs> was probably the match of the weekend. So right. Rhea clearly made the right choice. Um, I-, I would love to see this from that aspect that, that, you pointed out there, Cal, which is and she, and Bianca's talked about this before, where her goal is to just beat she to beat the four horsewomen. 
period. Right. So that would be, and for her to kind of have that as a notch um, on her list of accomplishments. I mean, to, to Brian's point, I mean, she could go down when this is all said and done as the greatest women's wrestler ever. Right. And one of the best performers ever period. And, you know, if she, if she, you know, kind of at her, let's fast forward to her hall of fame speech, you know, in, in a bunch of years, hopefully knock on wood. Right. And she's, you know, and she's pointing out the four horse women in the crowd and, you know, the fact that she beat them, like that's just going to be a great moment. And, you know, she's, she's kind of done it all with, she's won the championships, right? Obviously, still, strangely enough, still did not win the NXT women's title, by the way, which is still <laughs> baffling. That, that, that to, was a weird one. Me. That was a weird what, one. What a weird blind spot for Triple H's booking, you know? But, you know, is that always a bad thing? Like, we'll look back at history. Becky Lynch never won it either. And yeah. we look at the evolution. And, and I remember at the time, I really, really wanted her to win it. But I guess I'm not mad about it. And then the way they do NXT sometimes, there's always room. She could go back down there and say, That's we true. got another young talent. They're really wrong. trying to get over. If they're trying to get Sol Ruka over in a big way, have Bianca, you know, win the title and drop it to her or somebody. I'm just throwing out names out there. Yeah, right, right. You just never know. Right. It, it was just during that time, it was just very, she seemed to be next, right? Mm-hmm. And she just never got that call. And it was just very strange. I mean, the Becky thing, obviously she was very, very good at NXT and very good at what she, what she was doing, but she didn't really become the Becky that she is now until she got here and kind of, she made a bunch of breaks, right? Like everything that yeah. she, yeah. Yeah. Like she Nia made. Nia Jax broke her nose. Right. When Nia, <laughs> well, I mean, to, to, like, to that point, you know, that was not planned. It wasn't planned at all, no. She had just turned on Charlotte. But that's one of the moments that made her like a megastar. You yeah, know? She was and over, super over after that like, one, yeah. Ridiculously over. So, but anyway, Bianca's great. She's she's on an upward trajectory. She's going to be one of the greatest by the time this whole thing is over. Her career is over. And yeah, I mean, is Charlotte the last one on her list? She is, right? Yep. She's just yeah. going to be, she's the final yeah. boss, basically. Oh, that so, all, then, then it all makes sense. I'm, Willing to bet that happens before the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I know Charlotte's on on a little bit of a hiatus right now. So right, hopefully right. sign us up. Sign us up. We're uh Wednesday Worldwide would like to see it. Yeah, front row. Until we get uh Rhea Rhea Bianca, then we would like to see it see Facts. that first. We'll Next. Be front row with our prime. That's oh, that's right. That's right. Because you're getting those checks. Uh, <laughs> Next up on high spot headlines, Dustin Rhodes. On Cody Rhodes in WWE says they're making him pay for starting AEW. And just to, add, to provide a little bit more context, uh, basically the the gist of what Dustin was saying was um, he's a, he's actually a fan of Cody having to kind of earn his stripes and earn his title, uh, but that he is kind of getting a bit of, um, you know, a... Oh, you thought you could do this to us type thing for for leaving and starting their basically their number one competition. So, Cal, I'll kick it to you. Do do you think they're making Cody jump through these hoops to before he is he's crowned? I, I will say this. Cody was the one with the sledgehammer in his hand beating the throne. <laughs> Destroyed on the throne. AEW. Right. I mean, I I'm and, and even if like even no matter how you look at it, the game is the one running creative in WWE right now. I mean, it's it, any conspiracy. That, that's what I like about what Dustin's saying. Because like, if somebody on Twitter that I had no idea who they were tweeted this, yeah, no, nah, I, I can see that Dustin Rhodes saying it it, it. it, I don't even know if it's true, but it adds so much credibility because he's right there. He's been there. But uh, no, nah, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like we've talked about the. Uh, the Drew McIntyre aspect yep. of, you know, you know, going away, coming back better than when you looked. And and I mean, it wasn't like Drew. Drew didn't get the title overnight. He got the title. He got those looks eventually. Took but, a while. Uh, yeah, but, took a while. but, you know, it, the, the fact that he was able to be brought back and, and, and be able to go and, and, and start from the bottom to go to the top. It's uh, it's really that's what it's really about. It's it's it. This isn't new. Right. Brian H. Waters, are you buying what Goldust is selling? No, <laughs> no, maybe, 
I know a lot of people are going to say, hey, you crazy. You really don't think they would do that. I don't see giving Cody the most prestigious spot on the card just as a payback. I think he was going to have to go through this regardless, even if he didn't start the competition, right? If anything, they're proud of him because it made them work harder. But more importantly, they saw something else that they could buy. Like, Cody was doing well before AEW started, right? Yeah, he he had a whole tour. Yeah, had the whole tour. He was NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. But him going to AEW put him in a different stratosphere. And it made him into a bigger star that made it worth investing in. I don't think, you know, I think regardless of what, he was going to go hard times. Because that's wrestling 101. You know, with the except like Hulk Hogan didn't go through the hard times first. And then when he did, he was champion. But from what I gather, nobody knew if he was going to beat Andre the Giant. Right. So, you know, I just don't think that they said, oh, we're going to punish him. We're going to give him three wins over Seth Rollins, <laughs> the Royal Rumble win at the 30th spot, just to say, and millions of oh, dollars. we ain't forget. It's a really, really, really amazing way to say we don't like what you did. No, but I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> right. Is there, for both of you guys here, is there any part of you that thinks, so Cody was one of the last, you know, big Vince signings, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he brought him back to be a big star and, you know, mm-hmm. to eventually, I think, be crowned as champion. And with Triple H in charge now, is there any part of you that says that he's making him do this little dance a little bit longer just to say, just to kind of stick it in a little bit more and that, hey, that he's he's Vince's guy. He'll eventually be my guy, but he's got to earn the right to be my guy. Not like, like when he looks, when Triple H looks at a Seth Rollins, even even a Roman Reigns, uh, anyone at NXT, Kevin Owens, Sammy, uh-huh. I think he looks at them as his guys, right? Yeah, right. Because he he brought them up in NXT, and now right. they're doing their thing. No, of course, Cody, Cody, technically a Vince guy. Is is there any part of you that thinks he's he that's in his mind? I'm maybe I I would imagine so, but like I think. I think there's some truth to a lot of that type of stuff, but I don't think it's what Triple H is thinking about right now. He's he's trying to make a show. He's trying to get they got Puerto Rico soon. Like I don't think he he if you think he's got like a secret notes app, you know, he's <laughs> like yeah, screw Cody or whatever. Like I don't I don't know if he's got like a list or whatever, but he probably he's probably cognizant of it enough to approach Cody the first time they had a conversation. Like. You know, I didn't like your form or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, just like a, a little rib, because I don't think you get to be Triple H at this point by having chips on shoulders like that. I, I think he's more about business. It That stuff could be there. I'm not saying it's not, but I the Triple H I'm seeing feels like he's more about going to work and, and being cool. And with WWE, being cool with some of those more surprising looks. I say this. You know who's more of a Triple H guy than a Cody guy? The guy that came before him, Sami Zayn. Uh, yeah, that's true. You, you remember when NXT like hit its when it was hitting it on its way to its peak, right? There was a graphic and it was Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, um uh Hideo Itami. Mm-hmm. And Neville. And they were listed like people were saying, this is the new click. Mm. I think if there was some sort of underlining of, nah, you a Vince guy, I think Cody's journey would have been delayed uh-huh. even more because you had Sami Zayn right there. There's a lot of people, yeah. And 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 you could have did something. He could have pulled that trigger. You're right. Yeah, yeah he could have pulled the trigger by giving Sami the main event at WrestleMania making Montreal the opportunity where he would have earned the number one contendership. The story was right there. Right. So I just don't think that, you know, because you have a Triple H guy that was right there waiting, that if he would have pulled the trigger, 
fans would not have been upset. Right. Yeah. I think he decided. I, I don't think that there's any underlying things with uh, him and Cody. That's fair. I, I just wanted to see. I just wanted to dig a little bit just to see if there's any. Because I had fun. the thought. I had it's the fun. thought the other the other day, uh, especially after the way Brock kicked his ass on the the Raw after Mania. <laughs> like, this well, seems excessive. Well, you would always just again like because, and I'm no spoilers at all, but because we're like getting deep into Succession season, like I, I always I always imagine that like you know somebody's about to walk through Gorilla, Triple H grabs him, like hey, give him potato or two or something like that. But in like like I think that's yeah, what yeah. people think happens, but I think they're yeah. just like yo, don't trip and fall before you go out there and get on TV right. or whatever. Like it's uh it's 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 more of a it's more business decisions than uh you know trying to make up for what somebody did three years ago or whatever. Right, right. All right. I'm just, I'm, I'm digging at, at scraps here. Last one here on High Spot Headlines. Goldberg wants a proper send-off match and claims that WWE is not following through on a handshake agreement retirement match. Goldberg, Ryan <laughs> H. Waters, do... Do you want to see the sparks fly and the kicks fly high one more time with Bill Goldberg? Is he going to give Bret Hart a percentage? Mm. <laughs> Damn, that's a good question. That's a very good question. If he gives Bret Hart a percentage, sure. I, I want, seen the- that's why I wanted to ask you first because I know you're a Bret. <laughs> you're a Bret Mark. You're a Bret Stan. So very good question. Yeah, my God. Just, oh, right Absolute. there. Absolutely. As a title. <laughs> this is signed by him too. The Winged Eagle. It's signed by Bret Hart. He even said the Bret Hart belt. The oh, Bret Hart belt. Oh, for real. Uh, yeah. Uh, if he's going to give Bret Hart a percent. No, but you know what? In all seriousness, I've seen enough Goldberg matches. For some reason, a friend and I decided we was talking about the match with The Undertaker. Oh, God. So we went back to see how much it was edited. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. After seeing it, I don't need to see it no more. Right. If if I can't get Big E and that's Goldberg, it. that's right. I don't need it, and it's more for Big E. It, right. That's well, what yeah. He wants. Yeah. Well, that I think that's the thing. It's like at this point, whatever and whatever the match is going to be, the match is, needs to have some type of importance. But I mean, what's what's going to be the most important? You're going to have Braun Breaker go out there and destroy Goldberg is like one last, you know. Ric Flair come spear me hurrah like I, I I'm i not saying it's not necessary and he probably wants that but we we've gone to the well a number of times we Goldberg was wrestling not too long ago did, didn't didn't he wrestle was it Drew McIntyre who was it that he wrestled in one of the pay-per-view he wrestled he, somebody like, for a title Lashley oh, oh for the title oh, he, he did Lashley as SummerSlam oh, 2021. Yeah, yeah. He had yeah, and yeah. It could, with it with with oh, his son right. out there, and Lashley was beating up the son and everything. Yeah, like we we've seen him recently. It's it's tough to be like, oh yeah, give him a retirement match too. It's 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 got to be something that means something, and I don't know what that match even is. I mean, I'm more I'm more interested in him going to AEW and just being aligned with MJF. <laughs> I think Kaz pitched that <laughs> during the uh, the Masked Man trade deadline episode. And I'd rather see that and just have him be some muscle for MJF than a send-off match. Because I, to, to your guys' points, who? Who? <laughs> What's who, the match? Who, aside from Big E and what would be more of an ironic match than anything else, uh, mm-hmm. like there's, there's no one out here on fantasy booking Goldberg, right? He... I... I'm like running through. I don't want to see him and Brock again. I don't want to see him and Roman. I don't want to see him and the Usos. Him and Sammy. Him no. and Cam, like coat. No. no, it's no. it's so bizarre that Omos. I mean, look, no. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh my god! Wait, if, if you could make Omos, Omos. D- destroying Goldberg be the thing that I thought Omos destroying Brock Lesnar was going to be, I'm for it. But I don't think I we may be past that point. Oh man, yeah. Do you, do you think in a potential send-off retirement ma- match, does Goldberg try to put himself over? I, I feel like he would. I feel like he's he'd be this type of guy who doesn't want to go out on his back. No, not at all. Not at in, all. In like the historical fashion. I'm gonna give him credit where credit is due. I think because 
he's understood how they like WWE has the ability to destroy his legacy. Right. And then they all of a sudden he was great again when he came back. I think he would do business. Okay. Do, okay. If he would do business, would he do this? He's in his retirement match. Let's say him and Omos, right? The, mm-hmm. the, a match that, you know, I actually wouldn't mind if it was, if Omos went over. The reason Omos goes over is because Bret Hart interferes. <laughs> He just comes in during the match with a cattle prod. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and tases him like Scott Hall. <laughs> you know what the sad part is? As much as I love Brett, I still don't think he would be satisfied. No, with that. no, he he'd want a real cattle prod. He'd he'd lock <laughs> he'd lock him in the sharpshooter. Just he'd go off script. And just lock him in the sharpshooter. Like, Brett, uh, we gotta put over. Brett, everybody left. We gotta take the ring down. <laughs> Shut up. Five more minutes. He's just locked in. <laughs> Straight uh, shooter. They're just ringing the bell. Oh, man. Yeah, it's... Uh, actually, I kind of want to see that now. Here we so go. Let's, uh, Brian, Brian do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Run that on 2K23. Show us the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Book it. Book it. What? There it is. You heard the drop. It is time for They Said What? The three of us have listened to The Masked Man Show and Cheap Heat, as I'm sure all of you fine listeners have as well, because well, you're already subscribed to this wonderful Ringer Wrestling feed. But we get to do something I'm sure you all wish you could do from time to time, and that's respond to a take dropped by the likes of the legendary David Shoemaker, Kaz, Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Gregor, Dip. And for today's edition of They Said What, our guy Kaz dropped a gem on the Masked Man Show. Brian H. Waters, play the clip. What would you do with punk if you just got to, you're just trying to get butts in seats? You want me to be a real asshole, Dave? <laughs> oh, that's why I you're think? on the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Give me Blackpool Combat Club mm-hmm. versus the Elite and CM Punk, Blood and Guts. Give me Blood and Guts. Oh, Punk have, joins the Elite? Punk saves the Elite, not joins. Okay. Uh, Brian, you were, you, you were on the call. You were on the recording for this, so I'm going to throw it to you mm-hmm. first. You hear Punk. You hear joining the Elite. To face Blackpool Combat Club, and your first reaction is, <laughs> <Dude, laughs> I'd laugh. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, what? Yeah, for real. <laughs> he said, "What?" That's, uh, that's, yeah. that's the point of the segment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I see where Kaz was going, and I'm always interested in his perspective. I think because we know like how real this is, it makes it interesting on. And then we also know that there's no Vinnie Mac structure in AEW. Yeah. That it would be hard to see. Like if there was a, you know, Vince McMahon made Matt Hardy and Edge get along and that was crazy. Oh, that was spicy. Yeah. 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 Right. I don't know. I think if they had somebody like him, because Vince is intimidating. No offense. Tony Khan, he seems like a nice guy. He's He's just not that guy. Almost too nice for this type of situation. But it's also his first time. He's not, he's, he's literally very new at interpersonal relationships with employees, coworkers, you know, whatever way you want to look at it. Uh, so again, that's been one of the conversations, right? Has been what this, this meeting that's supposed to have between uh, apparently punk, Jericho, Tony Khan, I think FTR is supposed to be, they named a, num- a number of names that, at least in the in the in the rumor mill that's supposed to be there, but like you, the conversation is: Can people work with Punk? Who can work with Punk? I can see Punk saying, "Yeah, I would totally work with the Elite to go against a Blackpool Combat Club at Wembley Stadium. I will do whatever you want." I feel like not within reason, but like I feel like he'll be very giving. Um, in terms of situations that he could be put in just to show and prove that he's down to work. Um, I don't know where anybody else is. Like as of April 19th, 2023, it's hard to see the elite. I'm, cause I'm assuming that's 
the Bucks. They, they haven't even had a conversation yet, right? And and from stuff you read, you're, the Bucks and I think the Bucks specifically have just no interest in even talking, much less working with Punk right now. I think they're right. you know Omega. I think they said there's you know a sliver of opportunity there, and he's more willing than the Bucks. But I mean, it's look on paper, it'd be kind of fire <laughs> because people would lose their minds if they aligned. Even just you know, kind of had like an on-screen handshake, even though you know they don't get along. From a booking standpoint, I'd be in because it'd be a great mix of kind of that, you know, the backstage drama kind of mixing in with the on-screen one, and it, right. I think that would be a really solid blend of it. That being said, I don't know. I'm I'm probably more lukewarm on this punk return than uh, than anything. So it's um, you know, I I. I think I'm good either way, but it would be, I think, you know, people would love it for sure. Yeah. You know what though? Like, Carol, you just brought up something. Punk would be willing, right? Right. And I think that's just the maturity of him in the business where it seems like that the elite, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk to him in this. I think like, this is where you see where, Punk is a WWE guy. As much as right. fans don't want to admit it, it's always, okay, let's get it back in the ring. Jeff Jarrett's old school. Look what he did with him right. and Kurt Angle. And like, if you thought Matt Hardy and Edge was back, right. my gosh, right. like, yeah. talking about somebody's wife. Yeah. True, dude. So, but they said, all right, let's make some money off of it. And, you know, so I think that's the thing where Punk shows his maturity. Yeah. Yeah, you just have to, the hope is that everybody else, everybody who's not been willing to even have a conversation would be willing to do business because you don't have to be yeah. friends. But, you know, if if, if the idea, because there's all this talk that punk, Warner Brothers Discovery knows about punk and the, third right. sh- the Saturday show may be. Uh, center around punk and the people that would rock with him. And I even saw one report saying that which I, I was thinking that they, the Saturday show, which is apparently being dubbed AEW Collision, uh, would be mm-hmm. looked at on par with a dynamite. So that would be the the raw SmackDown, you know. And I don't know what you, I don't know if you would want to. Rampage isn't an NXT. I don't know what Rampage would be considering, but uh, <laughs> you know, it, it sounds like with Punk's, you know. I, I guess possible return. I don't know how 100% it is, but uh, it sounds like that would be the the, the big thing that they're putting <laughs> a lot of energy into. So uh, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna behoove some people to want to play ball if they're gonna want to try and continue yeah. to you know be on TV, be able to make the type of money they've been making, be able to further advance AEW. This this. We said it last summer. A lot of people said it. This is this situation and how they come out of it is one of the most important situations that AEW's ever had to face. So uh, the the spotlight is on them. Facts. It's going to be interesting once they add that Saturday show. I mean, there's talk of you know a soft brand split, you know mm-hmm. whatever that means, and you know building this Saturday show potentially around Punk. Uh, kind of it was kind of a I don't know just. It, it came off as weird to me in that, like, how, how do you build a wrestling show around one specific person, right? It's, uh, and I guess that's what you do with, like, a, a champion, right? Like, mm-hmm. kind of everything right now in WWE revolves oh, no. around Reigns. It's, it's just weird to have someone who hasn't, literally hasn't been on TV in a few months and be like, you know, we're going we're gonna to build this show that doesn't exist yet around that dude. But, you know, and like, what does the soft brand split mean? Is there, are they going to do their own type of draft or shakeup or uh, whatever? Maybe. I mean, you could do a lot, right? Like, at one point, NWO was supposed to be Nitro. Like, like the, the, yeah. the sold out pay-per-view, especially the early ones without the crowd and like, you know, them doing the commentary and it being the, just the, the different visual. Like, that was a that was going to be what it was right. for a bit, from right. what I understand, and, uh, and so like that's one way. I, I don't it, like MJF's currently the champion. You mentioned champion, so it's like you know, do do you do? And I'm just spitballing. Do you do a Punk wins the title and bye bye? But instead of bye bye and to put the title in the fridge, he's bye bye and the you know. 
take up with FTR and and, and whatever people that right. whoever would align with them and, and be over there on Saturdays and and just kind of hold court. I don't know. I, I think there's innovative ways you can do it. There's innovative way innovative ways you can do something like this. It's again, it's it's what's Tony Khan's plan, and then ver- adversely, what's the elite thinking, and and I'm I'm not talking about wrestling. The EVPs, where where are their heads at? Because those are the people that are going to have to sign off on a lot of these things to make what I think Tony Khan and what Warner Brothers Discovery happen happen. Right, right, for sure. I mean, I don't think they'll do a draft um, just because I don't think they want to follow WWE. It's close. It's real close. Yeah. They don't want to follow that, you know, formula or whatever. But uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of what they do with with all this content that they are they are producing. All right. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the draft, before we get into more draft content, let's take a quick quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. And we are back in the spirit of the WWE draft. So first of all, we'll kind of talk about this before we wrap up the show, but the the Rear Wrestling Show is going to do something special, specifically based around the WWE draft. We're going to do our own WWE draft, and we'll we'll talk about how that's going to take place uh, after this, because we're in the group text before the show, and I was looking at the date of the draft, and it takes place, it's, it's next Friday. So it's on Friday, April 28th. That's day mm-hmm. one, SmackDown. And it will continue uh, that following Raw, which I believe is May 1st or something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. the first day of the WWE draft also coincides and goes against, essentially, directly, the NFL draft. Day two of the NFL draft. So that's mm-hmm. rounds two and three, which is kind of a bold choice right. <laughs> by uh by Triple H and, and WWE in general because that's you know the NFL draft is is a ratings monster is going to take a, a lot of ratings but hey you know go go head to head that's interesting well, cuz I'm assuming they, I'm assuming they did that on purpose because Fox is a sports I, nerd. like yeah. like that's I feel interesting like it. yeah i feel like it and with all this Draymond Sabonis talk, you know, I, I was I listened to a lot of NBA pods this week. Uh, you know, on on group chat, I was uh, you know Justin Verrier uh, was talking about how he was he was just missing you know some steel chairs, some barbed wire, a cage. <laughs> so it got me thinking: if we were to do, if we were to do a draft of non WWE guys or girls. For, to draft into the WWE, who would they be? So I pitched this idea to you guys, and I think we should draft tag teams. So you, we'll, we'll each draft two people, and uh-huh. that will be our tag team of non-WWE athletes to make it into the WWE. So you can call this our non-WWE WWE draft. All right? Yeah, and I, wonder I, I wonder if my tag team has a name. They may have a name. We'll see. You, if you can come up with a name at the end. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do it that way. So 
with that, I, we th- we determined the draft order before uh, before the show started. We we you know we flipped some coins. We did some number randomizers. Brian H. Waters, you have the number one pick in the non WWE WWE draft. With the number one pick, who are you selecting? I mean, I mentioned him earlier. He's my guy. I gotta go with him. Draymond Green. Oh, <laughs> that's a good pick. He was you on know, my board. He, he was definitely on my board. <laughs> I, I, I see a lot of Dennis Rodman in him. Mm. Yeah. And there's always the talk of who's the better rebounder, who's the better defensive player. What better way than for Draymond Green to continue to etch his legacy than to add WWE superstar and WWE Hall of Famer in his career? Wow. I I mean, he has the mic skills for sure. We we can get to the kicking and you know, he he would be a heel for sure, right? Yep. <laughs> it's a, you know, there's some video evidence out there that you know, sometimes he gets a little uh he gets a little loose with his limbs. Let's just put it that way. Uh because it's you know, look, they're flailing and uh it's he's it, Look at know. the way he addresses the crowd every time he's a heel. The way he just embraces it, oh, right? Specifically, he he even did that <laughs> Against the Kings the other night. I mean, they're, they're reviewing yeah. the play. One dude behind the bench is completely flipping him off, just to, which I'm mm-hmm. sure TNT was not happy about, but just yelling at them and, and just an incredible playing to the crowd. Not, not he didn't play to, towards hard cam though. That's that's where I would have been. Uh, we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah, yeah. It's you, you <laughs> we'll learned that, that at the performance center. Yeah, Sean will get Funny that. Funny story. I, there was a time in MCW, I want to say it was 2019, 2018. There was a certain superstar who was there and he was like their rage television champion and he didn't play to the hard cam that day. That guy was MJF. Wow. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, it happened. So he learned. Exactly. So I think Draymond would understand that. You know, and this isn't the first time he's played that heel persona. He's gone in other arenas and done that. So I think, and, and guess what? He'll do a podcast after every Monday Night Raw. There you go to talk about See, his performance. That's a part of the contract. That's where I don't know if I, I don't know if we want more competition <laughs> for right, our, re- our wrestling podcast ears. Now, I mean, I it would be he'll be on our show then. Yeah, oh, that's, that's right. That's no, no, special well, guest on our show. We've got we've got room for for Wednesday World on Wednesday Worldwide for for Draymond Green, Cal. Yeah, you have the number two pick uh, in the uh, non WWE WWE draft. Who are you taking? I love all this heel talk. I, uh, just the other day, again, it's, it's, you've seen a lot with playoffs, basketball. I mean, shouts out to E40. I, 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 seeing my man get ran out of a game That's is, right. uh, is madness. But somebody else had had a, uh, an altercation, uh, because they called him Westbrook, from what I understand. <laughs> the way Russell Westbrook <laughs> stared down that fan said, you better watch your mouth. I yeah. I, it, I don't want to say chills, but I do want to say it does look like for a company that could. I know WWE's got a lot of heels, but I like they don't have heels that like like who who's when's the last time like I I want heels who react when you call them the wrong name. You know what I'm right. saying? Like somebody yeah. that when they hear you disrespect them like that, they're gonna get in your face. And you're not going. I, I mean, I don't know what Westbrook's uh, WWE acumen could be. A lot of things can be taught. I've seen some some lesser athletes do. He's really athletic. For, really so athletic. We we could we. I, I imagine they could they could they could turn him into. I don't know an IC like a, a a dastardly IC champion or something like that. I could see it. Oh yeah, I he would he it. would definitely raise the level of the uh, the mid card <laughs> titles there. I like that. Okay, so by the way. Brian is probably losing his mind right now. These are two of his favorite NBA players <laughs> in the world, if not one yep. and two. I think this is yep. aren't they one and two? That's this funny. Is, yeah, this is because LeBron don't count anymore. He's he's legend status for me. Oh, right, right. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> okay. And he plays for my team. That's not fair. You know, that's he's, fair. He, he's legend status. He's going so outside. Yeah, one and right. two. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I respect it. For my first pick, and mm. we're going snake draft, so I'm going to have back to back here. There you go. My mm-hmm. first pick. I think I'm getting great value right here. Mm. Really, really happy you both skipped on him. Actually had a, a little bit of a cameo at WrestleMania 39. I'm going with George Kittle. Wow. The, that's a good one. The George Kittle. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's already a massive 
massive wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he, so I interviewed him a couple of years ago um, mm-hmm. on, on, you know, an old podcast. And I said, do you want to do, do you want to be in WWE when it's all said and done, given how big of a fan you are? Hey, he was very coy at that time. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm really focused on football, this, that, and the third. He's got it though, man. He's got, he's got the showmanship, the athleticism. He's, he's just a big dude, right? I mean, you know, I think one of the, and I've talked to both of you about this, one of the most shocking things about kind of going to these shows live or just kind of being, you know, at Mania, SummerSlams, et cetera, is, you know, for as big as all of these wrestlers look on TV, in person, not, not that big. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Kittle would be, he would be, he's kind of like the perfect athlete for, for WWE and professional for wrestling in general. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's big, he's wide, he's fast. Uh, I could see him being kind of like Dawkins, like current Angelo Dawkins. Mm. But, you know, if you kind of tr- uh, add, and like Dawkins' moveset is even, it's even developed, it's become even more sick, right? So mm. Kittle in, in kind of the Dawkins mold, where he does, you know, he's just, he's technically kind of that, the big meaty guy, but also can do all these, this kind of this occasional flippy shit that like, that kind of takes you aback. So I'm going, I'm going George Kittle, number one uh, for, for Team Ben. And on the snake, on the should've snake known, back. Should have known. <laughs> I don't know, any place for my football team. So yeah. it's, it would be, you know, <laughs> he, he's getting that call. Number two is going to be, and, and we're going to round out this tag team. Uh, I had a couple options here. Also, this was a late switch. I'm going with Indiana Pacers all-star point guard Tyrese Halliburton. And wow. here's why. Wow. Another, another huge wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Massive. Mm-hmm. Right? He had to when Trish when Trish came back before uh, before Mania to be part or to become part of the uh, the Lita Becky team. Tyrese was all about it. You know his. He was his team was about to be eliminated from the playoffs. He didn't give a shit. You know, that's how big of a fan this man was. <laughs> he was all about Trish Stratus returning, and I need that type of passion with this tag team, right? And mm-hmm. also, he's he's very cerebral, right? He's he's not quite the like the, when the Kings traded him. There was a th- th- look that trade has event evidently worked out for both teams. He's an all star now. His NBA athleticism doesn't jump off the charts like a Russell Westbrook, but mm. he kind of has the basketball IQ, which I think could translate to some wrestling IQ oh, offensively as a Draymond Green. So I like the balance there where Kittle is, is, is the physical guy who can get after it. Um, and, and, you know, when he's, when he's a face, can get the crowd hyped when he's a heel can do you know he, he can play to play to the crowd in that way kind of get them riled up and Tyrese can be he can be kind of the uh, the quieter baby face or the manipulative heel which I love so that is my tag team don't have a name for him yet but potentially by the end of this I will that is my tag team George Kittle and Tyrese Halliburton Cal thank you back to you who are you rounding out and partnering with what? Russell Westbrook What's funny is is uh it, this this individual this champion I should say was was immediately the first person that came to mind when we had this conversation and it's almost not fair because he he is in the world of combat sports and this 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 is probably the WWE is something that's probably could happen for this person eventually uh mm-hmm. the funniest video again I'm I'm going straight heel. And I, and I like, I like when one of my favorite moments from Batista is when the little kid shouted from the crowd, I hate you, Batista. And he was like, I hate you too. Like, I like when <laughs> my wrestlers like can, can really get at the audience. And uh, I saw a clip of, uh, th- this guy, he got knocked out in a fight and his opponent's child, like was in the ring and fell over, you know, was mocking him, acting like he, he you know, he got knocked yeah. out. Uh, so Israel. Adesanya, I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh, When he knocked out that kid's father, he pointed to the kid years later in the crowd and said, 
and fainted like he was falling over, falling asleep. I need that type of energy. The fact that my man's nickname, not only does he do the Naruto stuff in there, but he'll let you know I'm the biggest nerd. And when I'm doing yeah. my, like he's really doing the Naruto's, um, Russell Westbrook, Israel Adesanya, the last style benders. Let's go. Wow. WWE, undisputed WWE tag team champions tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's tomorrow. A, that's a great team. <laughs> Izzy and Westbrook. That's a- Izzy and Westbrook. <laughs> that's what the crowd would call them. That's what the yeah, fans yeah. would call them. They would see, be so pissed. They'd be putting their fingers in their ears and everything. Yeah. So. Oh, that's, that's a solid team. I like that. All right. Brian, the snake back is to you. You've got to pair someone who wants to tag and is going to tag with Draymond Green. Who you got? So, if anybody's seen the social clips on this, y'all see on this episode, I'm wearing an Orioles jersey. Okay. It's one thing in sports that I want, and that is a Orioles World Series. I've been fortunate to see the Ravens and the Lakers win the championship. Instead of them picking someone on my team, I'm going to the rival team. Oh. Because I know in WrestleMania, WrestleMania is around the start of opening day. And I need this guy off of the roster for opening day. <laughs> oh, that's good. Around This, this is October. great heel manager work by Brian. <laughs> I love it. He's I love sabotaging. It. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, around October, that's when them Saudi checks start coming through. Yeah. I need this guy off of the roster because he's not going to be able to turn the money down. <laughs> this guy... And Draymond Green may seem like an odd couple, but I promise you, they can be the Twin Towers. Yes, the Twin Towers standing at six feet seven. The MVP of the American League. I am calling Aaron Judge. Wow. That's a good one. That's a good one. No, that's good. That's good. I like it. He can bring a bat. He's like Sting. He's like Sting. I love it. Sting Sting could mentor him. That's amazing. That actually is. That's good. I would love to see that. That's a really (laughs) solid tag. He's very soft spoken, which would also, you know, be countered with Draymond because he he could do enough talking for for both of them. Uh But I, Mm -hmm. I love the extra layer here of you just destroying. The Yankees. <laughs> no, it's got to. It's so dastardly. It's, it's, it's so genius. Like, where's Aaron Judge? They just start losing all the games. I Do we want... Would it be interesting to hear what... Because I know that... Shouts out to the to the people who are always checking in every Wednesday worldwide. For Wednesday Shout worldwide. I'd love to know what <laughs> what their tag teams will look like from two oh, yeah, non-WWE you know, athletes who you would draft to WWE and make a dope tag team out of. And why? And, and why? The why is great, too. Uh, but no, definitely mm-hmm. send that in to us, tag us, because uh, we're we're in draft mode here, guys. It's 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 draft heavy, and I say that to also say the Ring of Wrestling show is also doing our own draft. This is a uh, it's, it's actually going to start today. Breaking kayfabe a little bit here. We're going to do do the draft. Um, Wednesday Worldwide is going to draft a show, or like we're a team. Me, Brian, mm-hmm. and Cal, we're a team. The other team consists of our guys over at Cheap Heat. We got Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Greg, and Dip. So that's another three. GP's going to draft their own team. And the Masked Man Show, who Brian is also a part of as well, but he's for the, for the sake of this exercise, he's going to be part of Wednesday <laughs> Worldwide. And on the Masked Man Show, of course, David Shoemaker, Kaz, and babyface producer Kerm is going to partake. <laughs> but basically, how it's going to work is we're, we're each going to select, we're, we're going to draft teams of 10 uh, we're going to do it in similar order, snake fashion. And we haven't decided the the draft order yet. I will be in charge of that. I will be d- taking video so that there isn't any, uh, no shenanigans here. There's no frozen Thank envelope you. David Stern style here with, <laughs> with me. I'm a very transparent uh, <laughs> commissioner. So we'll, we'll you. get, and then we'll, uh, we're each going to draft teams of 10 in the group text. So the group text will be, for the next couple of days, we'll be on fire with our draft picks and we will at the end of it be uh, be revealing what our teams look like our teams of 10 ahead of next week when the uh, the WWE draft starts and before we kind of move over to the 
you know, looking ahead to Dynamite and talking to NXT guys. Do, what is our draft strategy here? If I said no bloodline, could we do it? <sighs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I, we could do it. Yeah, I, that's a, I think I, I like challenges. I think we could definitely do it without the bloodline, but uh, I, I think you're going to, it would be great to have somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we, should we set a number of NXT call-ups? Should we, should we commit class? to, should we get, co- oh, okay, no? <laughs> Maybe just one of the women. Okay. We could, or, we, okay. Uh, we're not revealing any picks here. So if, yeah, we'll, if, GP, we'll, we'll, if GP guys are listening, Mass Man Show guys are listening, we're not revealing any of our, our strategy. We're just, we're, we're talking it out, seeing if there's anything we want to do. Right, we, right. We, we could pick yeah. There's a couple men on NXT. It's all okay, you know, this, it's all just okay a couple. Yeah, there's there's a few. Okay, so but I will say this. Uh oh. Understanding that, as we talked about when they said what that, Kaz wants to put CM Punk with the elite. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Right. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I like y'all draft strategy. Listening to the way we just did this, I'm confident. Okay. In the draft strategy for Wednesday World. Yes, I love it. I love it. I, I I'm I'm really looking forward. I love to this. Kaz, but I'm not putting Punk with the elite. So I don't know if the his squad. Hey, but also <laughs> Kaz has the advantage of he's he's he knows what it takes to put together a show. He's right. done it. That, that's true. At right. the professional level. Right. So yeah. no, you they might. There. And then he's a ringer. He's literally a ringer. <laughs> but um, <laughs> shout out. Brian's a company man. Uh, and then <laughs> R- Rosenberg also literally. On, uh, literally on WWE TV every month. So. Uh, I don't know. I like playing the underdog, though. That's what I think mm-hmm. we have to treat ourselves as. Wednesday Worldwide, the WWE Draft underdogs. And, and we're coming. So uh, we'll uh, look out for that next, week, next we'll, week. We'll reveal all of our draft picks. And every show, we'll talk about their rationale as to why they, they made their picks. But I'm really looking forward to it. I think, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, before we get out of here, let's talk last night's NXT and look ahead to tonight's AEW Dynamite. And let's talk, let's talk big takeaways from, from last night's NXT. Brian, kick things off for us. What stood out to you most on last night's NXT? I have to say, I've been very critical of Zoe Stark, mm-hmm. but I saw a lot of personality. And I thought her mm. and Roxanne Perez had a very good match. And I'm very confident in watching the women of NXT do their thing. But I thought. I thought Zoe Stark showed a lot of personality, more personality in the way she just walks to the ring. And obviously, like the wrestling is there, mm-hmm. but now I'm finally starting to see in the character. Okay. Okay. Cal, what do you got? Is it weird that I've, I've like, because Cora Jade just recently came back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, something about her being back. I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then like immediately going in and, and, and defeating Gigi. Yeah, let's go. I'm, 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 I, 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 I would love to say the women's division as a whole, but like specifically Cora Jade. So some for some reason I got my eye on her since she's returned. Okay, okay. I, no, I mean she's she's. I feel like she's standing out more now than kind of at the tail end before she went away. So that's a that's good. That's what call. it feels like. Yeah. I. I think Grayson Waller is going to win the NXT title. Mm. That's where I'm at, and as a staunch, staunch Carmelo Hayes stand. I feel like he's getting called up. Mm, the draft is like wow. tomorrow. Yeah, you're right. You, so, you, you may have something there, Ben. That's uh, that was my big takeaway. I just, Damn. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want him to lose it. But that's uh, that was just my thought. I don't know. I could be wrong. No, I mean, <laughs> like, so that's where we're at. Looking at tonight's AEW Dynamites, what's the one thing you're looking forward to most? Cal, we'll kick it off with you. What do you got? My big takeaway for AW tonight. Uh, I'm going Hobbs Wardlow. Mm, that was mine as well. That was Sorry. Mine as well. It's gonna that's gonna be no no, that's totally <laughs> fine. We there's only so many things on a card. We we're allowed to agree <laughs> as much as uh people don't want us to. Brian, what are you looking forward to most tonight on Dynamite? I want to hear from the elite. I've never professed myself to be like the biggest elite fan. They're just there. No beef, no issue with them. But with all these headlines and all this talk, <laughs> I want to hear what they got to say. Are they going to go in that direction or are they just going to take us for a whole nother side? So 
That's right. what I'm excited for. Okay. Okay. Well, it it should be a an interesting show. Should be a great show. But guys, that's how you do Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling Show offerings because we are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Masked Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays. We've got Cheap Heat on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg and Stack Guy Greg and Dip. And you'll find Wednesday Worldwide smack dab in the middle on, of course, Wednesdays. If you're not already, be sure to follow us, subscribe, and hit us with those five-star ratings here on the Ringer Wrestling Show. Cal, Ryan, tell the people where they can find you on the socials. At Cal on Twitter. At Cal Double Instagrams. You already know the vibe. At, at Ringer Wrestling on Twitters as well. Um, whenever Ringer's on, you know where we at. <laughs> at Brian H. Waters on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. And you can find me at Cruise Control. That's Control with a K on Twitter and Instagram. Gentlemen, thank you as always for the Grabs Chat. Everyone else, we will catch you next week. Worldwide!